Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. My name is Val Lupez. I am a cable card gripman. I've been here for the last 19 years. We're decorating two cable cars. Number one is car 49, which just happens to be in the team colors, red and gold, which is nice little tie-in. We're doing another car on Powell Street Line, and just to, as a team booster, show some, show some 49 spirit. I'm Chronicle columnist Heather Knight, and this is San Francisco City Insider. That was Val Lupiz, a cable car gripman, talking about decorating two cable cars in 49ers paraphernalia to celebrate this Sunday's Super Bowl. People in San Francisco are very excited about their beloved football team making the big game in Miami. And maybe nobody's more excited than Supervisor Shaman Walton. He's been a fan of the team since he was a kid growing up near Candlestick Park. And he's joining me today for a special Super Bowl-themed episode of San Francisco City Insider. He even has details on a possible victory parade down Market Street. Go Niners! Supervisor Walton, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me this morning. So you're a native of San Francisco. I am. Was uh, the 49ers just in your blood? Does it go back generations? It, It goes back from the moment my grandmother and my grandfather landed here in San Francisco, uh, they made sure that we were pumping 49er blood when we came <laughs> out the womb. What brought them here? Uh, they came from—my grandfather worked on the shipyard. They came mm-hmm. from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, they actually didn't come together, though. They they both came from different areas of Louisiana, met out here, and the rest is history. Oh, that's great. And so they instilled 49er love as soon as you were born? Yes, most definitely. Um, in my family, you know, being from San Francisco, being from Bayview— uh, candlestick being in close proximity to where I grew up and where we lived at a young age. Uh, just it was no other conversations about any other team but mm-hmm. the San Francisco 49ers. Not a possibility. What's your earliest memory of the team? My earliest memory is I was six years old at the, uh, 81. Actually, I was still five. Um, no, I was six at the 81 uh, Super Bowl. I'm going back because it's, it's a long time ago. Um <laughs> But I remember the game. I actually, that's the only Super Bowl, the 49ers Super Bowl, that I didn't actually watch. I was still real young, but I remember the city being lit up, everybody being excited. And I was outside riding my bike when I found out we won. And you could just hear all the fireworks, uh, see all the people going crazy. And it was just really a a sight to see. And that excitement um, just really drew me even closer to the team. And Mm -hmm. from that point on, I really started watching football, uh, and fell in love with the sport as a whole. That's great. Did you go to many games at Candlestick since you did grow up so close to the city? I actually, it, it, strangely enough, I went to one game as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was about 11 years old. You know, we didn't have the means at the time mm-hmm. to go to Niner games. Uh, but then in 2007, got season tickets. Um, and I had season tickets all the way up until uh, through Candlestick and all the way up to Santa Clara until... 2017. Wow. 
So you went to every game in those years? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, every once in a while, you miss a game and share tickets with somebody. But uh, my Sundays were at Candlestick and then at Santa Clara Le- Levi Stadium. Mm-hmm. And even without season tickets now, I still get to about four or five games a year. So mm-hmm. this year, I made it to six games. I got a chance to go to the first playoff game against Minnesota, oh, wow. which was uh, a nice beat down to enjoy. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what are your memories of Candlestick? Well, the one game um, when I first had a chance to go when Montana was still playing, I went and saw an Eagles game a long time ago. Um, and I can just remember being on cloud nine, having an opportunity to go to my first 49er game and, and see them play live and in, in, uh, pers- in person. That was uh, a experience that I'll never forget. But then the tailgates and the camaraderie mm-hmm. and all the time just spent with friends and other avid Niner friends and family at Candlestick, um, the relationship we developed with people who worked at the stadium, uh, vendors with law enforcement, just, it was like a big family at Candlestick. Everybody got to know each other. You know, you tailgate in the same place pretty much for years in and years out. And so uh, just that family atmosphere and environment. We had people who tailgated with us that came all the way from Sacramento um, and from Modesto, and they came consistently because they were Avid Niner fans as well. And the same thing even happened with the tailgate of Santa Clara. You know, we have a lot of people who come from all across Northern California to support the Niners. How would you compare Candlestick and Levi's? Do you get that sense of camaraderie and family at Levi's, or is it too big and kind of corporate? You know, well, the tailgate experience it was has always been still grassroots and very fun and same type of environment and atmosphere. Um, the stadium it's a, it's a little different feel. I think you know, this year we've gotten more and more closer to the same vibe and excitement that we used to feel and experience at Candlestick. Because so the 49ers know, are so good this year. Yeah, I don't know if mm-hmm. it's about how good we are. I, I, I would say when we first started going to Levi Stadium, it would just seem like people were always like hanging out, not necessarily watching the game and, and, and in their seats because you have plugs throughout the stadium so you could charge your phones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really set up for you to, to have a different kind of experience than Candlestick. So it's not as much as sitting there watching the game. Uh, it takes forever to just like run and grab a beer because people are always in line because mm-hmm. people are not. How much is the beer at Levi's? In. You know, I, I would say like $12, yeah. $13, um, but it's still a, a very fun atmosphere. Still have a great time. Uh, I still have a lot of friends that came from Candlestick over to Levi Stadium. Mm-hmm. So we still enjoy Niner football together, mm-hmm. even at, at Santa Clara. Do you miss Candlestick? Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I was running uh, the other day and just took some video and posted it of what Candlestick looks like right now. I live basically right around the corner, mm-hmm. um, and I miss it every day. Yeah. I wish I could still walk over walk over to Candlestick and, mm-hmm. and go to games that way. But I'm going to go wherever the Niners go. Fortunately, they're still in Northern California. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to far. experience what other people experience across the bridge and where their team is going. So, um, you know, I can still say I get to see my team probably for the rest of my life. Do you wish that former Mayor Newsom and the 49ers ownership had found a way to keep the team in the city and build a new stadium? I definitely do. I, I, um, I think that you know, there, there's always a way and a possibility. If we look at what the voters approved when Mayor Brown um, was still the mayor of the city 
and we got actual resources to fund the stadium. But I really think, you know, the real cause and why we're not here is what happened with um, Eddie D mm-hmm. um, and his arrest. I really think that uh, the, in terms of the spirit of absolutely staying in San Francisco under his ownership, mm-hmm. uh, I think we would be in a different predicament right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think um, Jed York is definitely excited about being the owner of the Niners. I don't necessarily think his parents had the same spirit right. uh, about the Niners as as Jed does. And so I just think there are some things and circumstances that really cause for us to be in another city. And it's happening in a, in a lot of municipalities now. The same resources that cities used to support stadiums doesn't exist anymore. And in most cases, you know, teams are going to have to use their own resources to mm-hmm. get stadiums. And so <clears throat> I definitely am not happy about the way things went. But as a member of the Board of Supervisors, understand more now than I ever would have um, mm-hmm. a, few, how complicated a few years ago it was. Yeah. about the complicated nature. Of, yeah. Speaking of new arenas, are you a Warriors fan? I am a Warriors fan because they're in San Francisco. Um, I grew up a Lakers fan. I still love the Lakers. But just by attrition and the fact that they're here in the city, I definitely am a, a, a Warriors fan. And it's kind of I'm in a kind of strange conundrum. Because I like both teams and they're in the same division. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy, but it's hard for me not to be a fan of a team that's in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I'm Heather Knight, and I'll be right back with Supervisor Shimon Walton. Did you meet any 49ers as a kid growing up near Candlestick, or have you met any as a city official? I have not. I did not meet any um, growing up. Um, I actually got an opportunity to take a picture with Dwight Clark at a tailgate oh, wow. a few years ago, and we still have that picture and mm. was able to post it after he passed away. Mm. Um, I've met players like Terrell Owens. Um, of course, you know, Dennis is, is here, and so we get to see him all the time. I met Keenan Turner. Um, and so uh, those are the players that I've met. I've met Jed York a, a few times, and I had an opportunity to go and see uh, when T.O. got his Hall of Fame jacket. Um I got a chance to go see him receive that here in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. But I haven't met a lot of current players um, yet. And I'm I'm looking forward to when that does happen. (laughs) Maybe at the parade. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Will you be part of it? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, All the supervisors. I'm going to figure out a way to be part of (laughs) it. You'll be there. (laughs) Definitely. So we hear it's probably going to be, if they win, knock on wood, probably going to be February 5th. Is that the Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. that's, That's what I hear too. Yeah. And in the city. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Not Santa Clara. No, I can I don't even know why that became a What would you even discussion. parade through down there? <laughs> exactly. And and you know that maybe they will have a parade. I can't speak for Santa Clara, uh-huh. but I guarantee you we're going to have a parade and a big celebration here yeah. in San Francisco as we should be when we bring the trophy back home. Um regardless of where the stadium is located, there will always be the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. And it's not unusual for a team um to of course hold the name, and be connected to the bigger city. There are other stadiums in other areas across the country where the stadium is not in the mm-hmm. main city um, for many different reasons. But yeah. these are the San Francisco 49 <laughs> So down Market Street, do you know anything about the route? <clears throat> I That I don't have information yeah. on. Um, I just you know, got lucky and got some information that it will be on that Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of the route, in terms of, setup and I haven't gotten any of that information mm-hmm. yet. Looking forward to receiving it. <laughs> How um, do you think it'll feel if they win and you get to sit, you know, on the back of a convertible and there's confetti coming down? Th- that's going to be exciting. Uh, you know, those are the types of things that uh, just make you 
you know, feel good about your city and opportunities that every city doesn't get an opportunity to enjoy. I mean, mm-hmm. having five trophies and working on number six, and you know, I, I have all confidence that things will go well on Sunday. Being able to celebrate your team like that, I mean, it, it really brings positive vibes to the city. There's so many different things that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And having championship teams and having a way to escape some of the realities mm-hmm. just for a short period of time, I think that that that, that makes the city fun. Yeah. Uh, and have you ever been to a Super Bowl? I have been to a Super Bowl. Um, I actually worked the Super Bowl when it was in Atlanta in 94. Okay. I was a freshman at Morris Brown College. Uh-huh. Um, unfortunately, we lost the championship mm. game a couple of weeks before that to Dallas. And so I was at the Super Bowl working, got a chance to see most of the game, but it was a Dallas and a Buffalo Bills game. So not the same feel, but I had a great time. It was amazing being a part of a Super Bowl, even though I was working. Um, my mom had an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl at Stanford in 84 and did not take me. What? I'm still scarred for life <laughs> because of that. Um, Who did but she I did. take? Uh, I can't remember. I know it wasn't not me. Not you. <laughs> it was not me. Um, was but it I a did sibling? A because to, that would be really No, no, no. I, cool. it, it wasn't a sibling. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it, it was a friend. But uh, yeah, it was one of those, I, was, I was very young. But for me, I'll never forget not being able to go. But I did get a chance to watch the game um, in my cousin's room, um, which was to me, ex- very exciting at the time because he never let anybody <laughs> Older cousin. in his room. Yeah. yeah, and I was, you know, just me and in the Niner game, so that was <laughs> that was enjoyable. Yeah. So, what are your plans for this Sunday? So, Supervisor Haney and I, we're going to do a Super Bowl party. Uh, we're doing it at Victory Hall, which is at located at three sixty Rich, mm-hmm. and we're also um, accepting donations for a nonprofit in each of our districts. Mm-hmm. So, he's doing uh, West Bay Filipino Community Center, and I'm doing uh, Urban Ed Academy. Mm-hmm. And so we have over 200 RSVPs already. Uh, we actually have to shut down the Eventbrite link, but it's going to be a, a great time and exciting time. Okay. Yeah. Watching it right here in San Francisco with you know a, a good chunk of folks right mm-hmm. here from the city. So we're looking forward to it and an opportunity to get some resources for two good nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Do you have any superstitions on game day or like something you make sure that you do so that the 49ers will win? I don't typically have superstitions. Um, the last, when I went to the playoff game against Minnesota and last week, I kind of wore the same pants and shoes. And I either wear, I always wear my Montana jersey, typically because, you know, he just is the true epitome of winning and knowing how to play under pressure. But I also been wearing Kittle jersey a lot this year because mm-hmm. um, I finally got a player that I think is going to be around for a while that is a current player. And so um, I'm excited about him. So I'll, I'll probably be wearing a Kittle jersey for the Super Bowl. Okay. Well, you've survived the not-so-serious questions, and now it's time for the lightning round. Uh-oh. 49ers themed. Okay. What is the most indispensable tailgate food? Oh, wow. Um, you know, it's funny because I, I don't eat beef and pork. Um, so I would like I would have to say, like, hot dogs or chili dogs, um, you know, Hot dog with anything on it isn't a hot is dog. Definitely pork? one of it. I don't eat them, but I'm saying, oh. <laughs> but, but I'm saying like that. I think that is one of those things that you know everybody for enjoys. Everybody else. At, at well, what's your tailgate. indispensable tailgate? Well, food? for me, it's, it's some kind of chicken. You okay. know, uh, we have, but we have people who really cook. Mm-hmm. So you know, we have chicken marsala at the games. We have fried chicken at the games. I mean, barbecue. We, we have all you know. It, you can do many things with chicken yeah. and shrimp. So okay. yeah. 
Which current 49ers player would make the best mayor of San Francisco? Probably Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, he's he's the leader of the team. Um, he has to step up in different ways. And so unless we're talking about the head coach, I would have to say Jimmy G. And which one would make the worst mayor? <laughs> wow. Probably Bosa. Why? Um, I just think he'd probably be very aggressive. And, you know, <laughs> not, not that that's a bad quality. I mean, I like to lead in a certain way, too. But um, he doesn't seem like he would be that diplomatic. <laughs> That could be fun to cover, though. I, I think so. Yeah. What was the hardest 49ers loss in your lifetime? There are several. Um, Supervisor Haney will say the championship game against the Giants um, when Alex Smith was the quarterback. Uh, I think for me, it was when Roger Craig fumbled um, when we went to the championship game three years in a row, had won the Super Bowl two years prior to that, and it killed our chance for a three-peat. Mm. Um, that was the worst lost in 49 history to me to this day because nobody has ever um, won three Super Bowls in a row. We had an opportunity to be the first team to do that. Hmm. Who is your favorite all-time 49ers player? It has to be Jerry Rice um, just because I really think that there are records and things he's accomplished that will never be touched. Um, But Montana is like right there. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have any bets placed on Sunday's game? Not on this game, not yet. I'm pretty sure as we get closer. Um, but people are really scared of this team, though. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of people want to bet against them without getting points. Um, we typically do squares at my family's house. I won't be there this weekend, but no bets. Mm-hmm. No bets so far. If you had to bet now, what do you think the point spread is going to be? Uh, I have the 49ers winning by 12. Okay. Optimistic. But we they have us losing by a point. Mm-hmm. I know you've taken Supervisor Haney to a 49ers game. How do you decide who to bring with you? Uh, What's a combination of things? You know, it it depends on who you play, what's going on. Um, I don't like going to games with people who are not Niner fans. Uh, The last playoff game, my wife went with me. She's a Raider fan, and so she typically goes to Raider games. I typically go to Niner games, but she wanted to come to Levi Stadium. But she loves football, Mm -hmm. Um, and she doesn't. You know, she's not one of those fans that are not supportive of the Niners. So mm-hmm. um, she wanted to go to playoff games, so she gets first rank on, in that aspect. <laughs> in life. Anyway. <laughs> um, but it just typically depends who, who, you're, who you're playing. Um, you know, most of my kids um, are also Raider fans, crazy enough, uh, with the exception of my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's way in Vacaville, so from a timing standpoint, you know, it doesn't necessarily work out to where she gets to go to games. But you just make a decision on – you know, who's playing, who's more excited about the game and what people's schedules are. Mm-hmm. And last question, if the 49ers win on Sunday, how will you celebrate? Well, I will be um, at at the party. Um, and then I think that I'll leave from there and go to um, a, another party uh, later on and just, you know, celebrate uh, with family and friends. Um, and I still have to get up for work early <laughs> and do some things in San Carlos for Caltrain. Um, and so I won't be out too late, but I, I will I will definitely uh, hit a couple of events and celebrate with family and friends. Great. Well, thanks for joining me today and of go course. Niners. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Thank you to Supervisor Shaman Walton for joining me today, to King Kaufman and Erica Carlos for producing this episode, and to you for listening. Now let's hear some more of Val Lupi's ringing the cable car bells. Enjoy the game.
San Francisco City Insider is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Support San Francisco City Insider and a lot of great journalism with a print or digital subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.